Hey, Politic here. Feeling sad? Down? Sorry for yourself? Lacking self-confidence? Trouble with the ladies? Looks like you need some... fortitude? But skip those bullshit dick pills and herbal remedies. Listen to The Outcasters instead. Recorded weekly and found right here on Strapcast. That's The Outcasters. It might not make your dick bigger, but it's sure to make you a bigger dick. How's it going out there, folks? I'm C. Core, and I'm bringing you your Distorted Nation marquee. We got plenty of shows coming your way this month, so make sure to listen up. May 3rd, Oleander with Trackfighter for Oleander's CD release show at the Ace of Spades. May 4th, Some Fear None CD release show featuring Are We Human, Ego Stall, Highway 12, at the Ace of Spades. May 8th, we have Hell or High Water coming through town, so go show them some love and show up at the boardwalk. May 10th, we got Vera, Dead by Nightfall, Artemis Gone, Of Arson, and Devoid of Reality at the boardwalk. May 15th, we got Trackfighter at the Powerhouse Pub. May 18th, Stuckies is presenting Axis's CD release show featuring Sucker Punch, Terraferno, For All I've Done. And then we got May 24th, we have Save the Pussy. That's right, folks. Save the Pussy is a benefit show for the SPCA. It'll be held at On the Y featuring Defiant Circle, After the Flesh, Descendant, Bypassing Oblivion. So get out to a local show and support local music. And once again, this has been your Distorted Nation Marquee. Hello and welcome, folks. I'm your host, C. Core, and I'm Chris, as always. <laughs> My other co host, who has yet to fucking like, actually come name. up with an intro. I a name. Do something. Come on. Do, do something. I bought beer. Yeah, for the first time in your life. I'm so proud that of you. That is not true. <laughs> not true. So, anywho, today we're sitting in the studio with some special guests. Uh, we have uh, the illustrious, famous Adam Page. Don't say famous. Don't <laughs> <laughs> say famous. Famous for a lot of things. <laughs> Most of them, people aren't proud of. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. And uh, real quick, just to throw it out there, we're going to be playing some uh, songs and stuff from you as singer and songwriter. Uh, would you please tell the good folks out there in the government that I have full permission to fucking play your shit and they can suck my dick if they have a problem with it? Uh, yes, I own at least 50% of every song that will be played and you do have my property and the rights and all the copyrights and everything that I own to play my music, yes. Alright, you hear that ass cap? Fuck off. Anyway, and BMI. And BMI. Yes. Uh, and CSAC. Don't forget about CSAC. I'm not, okay. I'm, not a familiar, I'm not familiar with them. And also affiliated. with us today <laughs> is Trevor... How are you doing, buddy? Oh, I can't complain, you know? Just got off work not too long ago. Just hanging out. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to get everything going today, and uh, things kind of just uh, kept malfunctioning and not working right. No, we're Technical here. difficulties. Well, like, like I said, I'm blaming it all on Chris tonight. Why is it my fault? I thought, I thought you were blaming it on someone else. If you would have had the beer here on time, everything would have been running. If I would have been told to bring the beer, then I would have brought the fucking I beer. I swear to God, dude, I'm going to find it. I swear. I, I looked through the messages. It's not in there. Be there in a couple... Okay, whatever. I have right, some, right. That's uh, what you sent yeah, me. Oh, I'll son of it. a bee. Anywho. Uh, so... <laughs> so we got two guests tonight who's been in the Sacramento scene for quite a while. Um, Adam, where did it all begin, man? When did you come in? Oh, there was a bright light. 
and then I saw a doctor. <laughs> oh, fuck. Uh, music. Um, Fast forward a couple years, please. Yeah, let's see. Uh, just growing up, you know, with music and all that crap in my life, obviously, and then, you know, a bad childhood later, you turn into a musician. That makes that sense. Pretty, Ain't that that's technically true. how it goes. <laughs> uh, in the Sacramento scene specifically, um, I, was, uh, I was in a little band called Downshift, and... They, we started getting a little prominent and, and every whatnot, and then you know we had a bunch of lineup changes, and I ended up just fucking shitting the bed on that band because I was tired of waiting. And uh, there's just a laundry list of bands later. And um, hey, I still here have I a downshift t-shirt. <laughs> you have a downshift t-shirt? Oh, yeah, which, with, the gears, with the, the O was the gear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking a! I found a bunch of old stickers and crap the other day. Well, I listened to the demos, which I promptly burned. That was fun. Oh wait, did you do you still have any of that stuff? Oh fuck yeah. Dude, I want I've to, got like live a practice songs stuff. That, I, I don't know which song it was, but there was a song I really liked by the, by you guys and fucking I can't remember what it was, but it was on your MySpace. Yes, back in the day of MySpace. Wow. It all depends then, when because there was me, there was then there was fucking <laughs> which, which lineup were you talking about? Yeah, then there was that I don't know, it was downshift. Fuck. Jeremy was the drummer. It was That's an Aaron guy, fucking onion. <laughs> and then <laughs> And then there was Anthony or no Casey, who Casey. they like Casey fucking, Anthony? Yeah, there you go. Who they made? Found her? Yeah. <laughs> Playing the Actually, that, that was it. That was his fucking name. Holy shit! <laughs> wow, he was out of like fucking Michigan or something, and they recruited him to come out and sing for him because like they just couldn't find anybody else in town because nobody wanted to work with Unra. <laughs> nobody wanted to work with him or his wife. Why she was the manager, I have no idea. But that's neither here nor there. Okay, so, yeah. so that's always on. fun. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I point blank asked her. I was like, "What are you doing for the band?" And like, don't be a dick. If she's going to be my manager, she needs to answer this question. Right. What do you provide except for blowjobs for our drummer? <laughs> That's what I want to know. Wait, what, so it, was the, it was the drummer's are, wife? Yes. Uh, are you going to talk to the club owners? Who do you know in the scene? What's your what's your freaking credentials? What qualifies you qualifies to book you to for me? Boom. That's exactly why I'm leaving the band. <laughs> Plus, it's just a conflict of interest. I See, mean, obviously. Yeah, exactly. Any... <laughs> Any indifferences in the band, I wonder who she's going to side with. Mm-hmm. Fuck off. Yeah. Okay, so from there... Uh, moved on um, to cover band land, actually. Really? And, uh, yeah, the money's good, dude. Yeah. If you're good, you can book, you're oh, professional, yeah. you're making making some scratch. And mm-hmm. then, but, you know, you slowly die inside as an right. artist. And you become you're not an artist more... No offense to Greg. Or I <laughs> no, I, I, was, I did it pretty much on that level. You know, along the lines of Adonis DNA, they do it right. They're professional. They they do their job and they they do it right. So um, yeah, I got nothing but love for those guys, and that was pretty much on the Except level. Except for Greg, he's a douche. Right, he's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it is what it is. In that, love you, in buddy. That don't decision. fire me. <laughs> <laughs> it just is what it is. You know, um, moved on from there. Uh, started working with some other people, and um, I've I've worked. I like to say I've worked with pretty much everybody in this town, in yeah. one facet or another. It's been what ten Everyone years or so? Me. Yeah. Like wow. It, I, you know, everyone knows of me or, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm usually pretty easy to work with, but I do pay attention you, to detail usually. and I get usually. called the asshole a lot, but I like things a certain way and yeah, I'm sorry. Okay. You know what? Like. That kind of just makes it an easy segue real quick. You brought up bringing an asshole and learning how to work in the scene. Uh, we actually <laughs> had a situation go down. Uh, what was it? Yes. Oh, yesterday? Jesus. No, day before yesterday. No, it was Monday morning. Yeah. yeah. Day before yesterday. <laughs> it's Wednesday. Um, there's a, there's a local promoter in Sacramento, and this promoter has been doing shows for quite some time a now. A long time. And they have oh, always... Like 10 years or something. They yeah. have always had the band's backs. They have always 
worked for free. The, the specific promoter has never taken money from a show. She, they Just they she work, they work the money. door if she has to. She's yeah. a door guy. She is completely and utterly the most professional I've pro, I've ever worked with mm-hmm. from and, a freelance level. Oh well, yeah, and 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 a lot of people have known this person, and and they've this person has had other bands backs and stuff, and they were in charge of doing the show, and apparently. Through the ranks or something, this guy was going to be involved with it or something, uh, and then... I believe the story goes, the idea of the format was his. Okay. It, it, was, it was his idea or whatever, like, nobody else has had the same idea or whatever. Well, he's trying to state that it was a verbal contract made between him and, and this promoter. And the SBCA and, is and whatever. doing it. it. The SBCA is the de- the signature, and, and they ended up with the funds at the end of it. But they're, it they're, a, no, it they're not part of the contract. It was a benefit show for the SBCA, yeah. and originally, I guess, they were talking to this person, but then nothing was going forward, so they started talking to this promoter. Yes. And... Then supposedly the the guy that was they were talking to's band was might have been playing on the bill or whatever. But then, obviously, you're not doing any work. Shit so happens. Why, you're not doing you know, your job. Why should we just allow you to come and play the rock star or whatever? Well, bottom line, the dude is completely his claims are completely unsubstantiated. Yeah. He has no ground to stand on, and but it is. What next it is. thing you know, we wake up and I find I'm getting people texting me in the morning. What's going on? I'm still up. This douche. <laughs> this douchebag. <laughs> Fucking posted on an internet radio station site and a few other sites. Who was not affiliated with the show to begin with. Yeah, he was not affiliated to the station or the shows. And from what I heard, he actually tried posting stuff on 98 Rock's page, but it got taken down instantly because it's 98 Rock. He's trying to fulfill... He's just... He's crying for attention. He he was making false claims that this promoter was... Ripping off bands and stealing money in yeah. a sense. In bold letters at the top, attention, local promoter, or no, no, bands. local supporter. Didn't even call her a promoter. Local so, supporter ripping, ripping off, off bands. Well, yeah. And so, ultimately, we had to say fuck you to this asshole. And, uh, what was his name? Uh, uh, uh I'm, I'm down. It just is what it is. It, it doesn't it, matter. It was case. It doesn't matter. To me, Facebook, it's fucking whatever. dead boy. Like, it. it and not Basically, because I want to kill him. No. <laughs> he's just, he's, he he's dead to me. He fucked up his career. Yeah. Fucking anyone that's linked to... If he thinks he's ever going to work in this town, he's highly Anyone that's highly linked prompt. to this guy, yeah. I promise you, I'll never book them. I don't care if they're like, you know, ex-girlfriend's band or something. I don't care if you were with him at one point or something, you're a douche. You deserve nothing I don't that, need nothing in life. that level of unprofessionalism attached to me. At all. I'm not putting my neck out for you. Yeah. And this is case in point why you have to be nice to everyone you meet. You never Especially, know who you're talking to. Exactly. Especially never. promoters who book at fucking six Anybody at a show. Out of like Anyone the entire at a Sacramento show. area. If you're out at a show, you never know who you're talking to. Mm-hmm. Even if you don't like the music, just be like, yeah, you know I've what? I've made that mistake several times. Just The best answer you can be is like, you know what? I may not like the music, but it looks like they had fun up there. I respect and... the craft. Exactly. Obviously, there's some people here to see them, so someone likes their yeah. music. You yeah. Know? You can't complain. I mean, you can't. Go down on them. Oh, go down. <laughs> you could. You could. I mean, you could. That would be a way to repay. Uh, you can't. You can't. Uh, slightly friend of mine. You can't. You can't. Not in the green room. room. <laughs> not in the green room. Somebody who at least has people to show up for their show. So yeah. that's what I was trying to say. Um, <laughs> by the way, people were wondering. Speaking how of I, professionalism, right? People, if people were wondering how I got the job at View One Hundred Three. That's you know. Never mind. <laughs> we know. Anyways. Um. The more you know. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, don't don't try biting a hand that feeds you because you might need them later. And just be professional about it. 
Don't fucking be If a you really wanted fucking... to solve your problem, there were 376 different avenues you could have taken besides be. the passive-aggressive bullshit that I yeah. fucking hate in this scene. Everybody thinks that what they have to say is so fucking important. Well, it's not. If you have a problem with somebody, direct it to them, and if the problem isn't solved, then you can start talking shit. Yeah. But even then, don't involve a radio and company that has nothing to do shit. with it. Yeah. And don't make up shit. That's the biggest thing. Don't don't, don't don't spit out your $5 words trying to pick, fucking make it out like you're smart. If you want to step in the ring yeah. with Ali thinking you're box, you got another thing coming. Because like posting like, oh, I'll oh. see you for, you know, all do this it. stuff. And then do it. I came back at him with fucking slander and defamation yeah. of character. It absolutely it was. was. All falsified statements. It absolutely was. And she but anywho, we're done with that. With we it. would just like to say to this promoter... <laughs> Keep doing a great job. We have your back. We love you. So, uh, moving on. Uh, <laughs> just had to get that out there. Um, so, okay, from Downshift, you were doing... A... I've been in a shit ton of different bands. I've just I've worked with pretty much everybody. So, okay, let's talk about what you're doing right now. Sixes and sevens, right? Sixes, I'm about to put that to bed, actually. Are you? Um, you know, it never was supposed to be my primary. Um it's but kind it kept of you a, it yeah. Kept you in the scene it's for kind a while. of ballooned into something I didn't want it to be. It was just <laughs> something to in between band like opening up for Overwatch and I've opened up for Missamore and Fall Rise. It was like everyone, you know, if you need a freaking acoustic opener, it's easy, it's quick, it's just a guitar and a freaking thing. The second band can backline behind me and we can just keep the show rolling, bing bang boom, and you get an opener. So it is what it is. It was never supposed to be my primary and. I don't know, I got Mahoney producing it. I guess I have to put out an album now, but my love is to front a band. I hate being tied behind a guitar. I need, I want to put my foot up on a monitor and tear people's faces off. That's have all you I always played guitar, or is that something you learned no. after you got into the scene? No, um, I picked up the guitar in 2009. Oh, wow, wow. So pretty yeah. recently. Yeah, uh, and s was launched then. It just, I got so tired of being in those bands where you would spend six months, you know, you meet, you do the audition process, you write the songs, you get the camaraderie and yeah. the chemistry together, and then someone goes, meh, I hate life, and get their panties in a bunch and quits. So the band dies, all the songs die with it, and like I, some of the best songs I've ever written will never see the light of day because some asshole didn't want to be in a band anymore, or mm -hmm. his girlfriend didn't like the friggin' amount of time that he was spending at the studio, or whatever. Yeah. I don't care. Um, and so I just picked up the guitar and was like, what I write for myself can't die. And yeah. with that mentality, I just friggin' started doing live shows. It, plus, it's all the whiny boohoo poor me shit that I can't write in a real band because they won't let me. <laughs> <laughs> so for, for those that don't know, what is Sixes and Sevens? Sixes and Sevens is just the solo project um, of myself. Uh, the, the meaning behind the band, I, I tell a lot of bullshit stories about it, but... Um, you want to know how I got these stars? <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, or like how Hoobastank got their name. It was just like, Hoobastank is Chinese for like butt rape or something. I don't, <laughs> they have a fucking funny I've story. I've never heard that one. <laughs> I, I heard that from Doug Robb himself. Um, no, it's, uh, everyone's, everyone's got a little good and evil in them. You know, six is synonymous with evil, with, you know, six, 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 and all that shit. And seven, the good luck, is synonymous with good luck. Everyone's got the good and evil side, whether they want to admit it or not. You know, it's human nature to try and, and, and get ahead or, or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. Everyone feels good. Everyone feels bad. Everyone has a bunch of emotions. So, you know, I've definitely lived my share of both sides of the coin, and these are just my experiences. And I don't like to be that pompous side project or solo project where it names it after themselves. Yeah. Like, you know, all the fucking country artists... Like, you know, Luke Bryan. No, you're a band. 
or you know Kenny right. Chesney or anything like that. Why, why does it have to be your name? Is he the drummer though? and the guitarist? Yeah, there's the people. There's still the people on stage. The guys writing all the songs. You know, yeah. so you know, and that was kind of my fu in kind of a stab in back in that direction because I'm just a solo project. Mm-hmm. So if I'm not that pompous, <laughs> you guys shouldn't be. Right. Plus, it's not for me. You know, it, it's just it's just music. It yeah. is what it is. It doesn't need to be about me. You take your experiences. You listen to my stuff. If it Connects to you, connects to you then great. If it doesn't, great. Move on. So, all right, speaking of six and sevens, you have uh, one of these tracks we're going to be listening to. Did you want to give us yeah, a um, title on It's one? called This Side of Normal, and uh, Steve Mahoney produced it. Um, it went. <laughs> this was, one was written really quick. This one went from demo to, to fully recorded and, and uh, produced in about a week. Um you know, Mahoney and I have been working together, uh, developing songs for the album and everything, uh, for about six months now. And this was uh, the first one, and really the only one, because I'm lazy. I'm a musician. All right. So this side of normal, by six and seven, Adam Page himself. Yes, sir.
Okay, so, uh, now that you heard that track, uh, moving on from the, uh, you were doing the, uh, you started doing the acoustic and learning guitar and all that stuff, what, uh, what was the next big band you were with? Um, well, I've got a couple irons in the fire right now. Uh, I, I've started the uh, songwriting phase with a buddy of mine, Jeremy, who was the uh, bassist for Fair Struggle, and uh, we're going to start a new project uh, that's called My Last Breakdown, and we're, like I said, in the songwriting phase for that. Um, think Seether meets Stone Sour and has a barbecue with Five Finger Death Punch. That's that's pretty much us. That's a barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> gotta, be, gotta have fun. It sounds delicious. <laughs> right? It's, uh, yeah, it's gonna be, you know, just super simple, um, a lot of riff-heavy stuff, 4-4, and, you know, just the fucking truth. Just really melodic. I want people to be singing the melody in their head three days after they see the show and go, yeah. what the fuck? Catch you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and... I don't know, just write shit that people will like and, and give this scene a better class of musician that it's seeing right now. You know, there's there's quite a few people that I work with in the scene that I, I have the utmost respect for, but they are far outweighed by the assholes that have no fucking clue what they're doing and are using mommy and daddy's money to, you know, play these prominent places. If you can promise a place 50 tickets sold, you're in. Mm-hmm. There's no fucking gatekeepers anymore. There's nobody saying, no, this band sucks. Do not book them. I don't care if they sold 50 tickets. Get away from the guarantees of tickets sold and get real fucking music in your place, and you might see your draw up. Yeah, and it's, if I might interject, actually, absolutely. you know, there's not a whole lot of camaraderie here. I mean, no. mm-hmm. there's not a whole lot of bands taking care of each other and just wanting to see others succeed. It's that ticket sale just... You have to pre-sale. Back and in the day, you used the to bands, like that in Sacramento. Yeah, yeah now it's, it's, one of the it's pitting all the bands yeah. against each other. It's a competition now. Yeah. Yeah. It's mean, like, if, it's if, like if I sell more tickets than you, I get to open it. Yeah. I get to be the main supporter, whatever. Yeah. I mean, not to mention, look at I mean, I mean, look at what Aftershock did. Right. I mean, oh, I, I can't think of... A, I mean, I, there are some good things that came out of it, right. for sure. But it definitely split... A, small cities kind of fan base up right. into each band's corner right. i mean you could be a fan of three different bands because you had you know your brothers in this band your uncles in right. this other band and your best friends in that band who do you vote for exactly yeah, yeah when prilosis went up against fall rise i didn't even vote i'm like i can't yeah i've known prilosis i was i shared a band room with them at godlike for those who didn't know aftershock was this huge tour that came through town and right. they had two slots open for local bands to play on I think each one of each stage to open up right. um, for the show, and uh, they did this huge battle of the band. It was top blip. It was a everything. voting thing. They had a song you could listen to, and you can go to their Facebook page and everything. And it was supposed to. It, the premise is great, and you know the payoff is great for that standpoint. But you it know, just pins everyone. It, it just it's a big, huge competition, and it turn it can turn ugly really quick. Yeah, and that's I, one thing. It's just bad. When I, I first got into the scene, that's the first thing that I learned from about from Frost is that. Bands should never battle each other. They should nope. always help each other. Mm-hmm. And back in the day, that's what they used. The scene mm-hmm. used yeah. to be huge yeah. here in Sacramento. Absolutely, three hundred, four hundred people coming out to a show. I could, fucking on any given Friday, six, seven years ago. Yeah, you would see the whole thing. You don't just go and see your band yeah. and then you the friends leave. You could, I could drive to the boardwalk six years ago on any given Friday, Saturday. Yeah. Not even knowing who's on the bill and see a great fucking show. Exactly. Now I've got to plan three weeks, four weeks in advance and know exactly who's playing. And I'm, just, I'm looking at these, some of these bills, and it's just like, who? Who? Because all these band names change, members change, and blah, blah, whatever. And then everyone starts talking shit about each other and saying, this band sucks, or oh, yeah. I'll never yeah. play with that band. It's like, why? 
fucking you combine your fan base with their fan base you guys do a few shows together yep build even bigger yeah you know and I then mean, you switch off and then you switch back <laughs> Not to mention, to I was just going to throw this out there. <laughs> you know, there's this whole thing, I, I call it boardwalk syndrome. Basically, you know, anytime you play a show at the boardwalk, you show up, I mean, if you're a band playing, you show up early. I mean, you're there for a You're good, there at 3 o'clock. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, you're there all day. 3.30, actually. And then, you know, everyone rolls in, stays for the band that they want to see, and then all of a sudden, yeah. everyone goes. Yeah, everyone yeah. If you're the supposed to be the headliner, if you're going on last, you, there's no one. You're playing to an empty house. Yeah. You're playing to the... Unless, of course, it, you know, it's a national show. Right. Unless you're smiling to Unless you're smiling to soul. I got a Just funny saying. story about them. Fuck smiling to soul. That's all I'm saying. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, well, I don't think... It wasn't really them. It was more... The their promoter manager, that was in charge. Promoter. No, their stage manager is awesome. Or the tour manager is amazing. I got, oh, yeah, I've got his number. Promoter, I'm dude. actually going to hit him up. But uh, no, we played with them when I was in Terraferno. And uh, at Shenanigans at $15 a fucking head, I uh, I walked in. We sold a little over 60, 70 tickets or so. And uh, if I walk in, at, as a promoter, if I walk in and hand you just shy of $1,000 and I get nothing in return... A, well, I, I will never work with you again. And B, I've got a big fucking mouth and a lot of people know me. So good luck in your future. So, mm-hmm. That's all I got to say. There's, you've got to take care of it. Sh- we should have taken home half of that just right off the top. Yeah. You know, local bands break their neck selling these tickets to their friends, family. They whore it out to fucking everybody doing your legwork. You call yourself a promoter? What the fuck are you promoting? We're mm-hmm. promoting. You're, yeah. you're a name with a fucking Rolodex full of big people with big bank accounts. That's what you are. I could, I, could, I could do your job better than you because I would treat them nicely. If a band comes in locally and breaks their neck opening to damn near nobody because everybody just likes to show up fashionably late and thinks that they're the actual show when we're carting our gear in and paying for our recording places and playing, paying for our rehearsals and this, that, and the other, we do your paying job for, for flyers, you. Putting them out there. Yeah, we do your job for you, show up, and we get not even gas money in return. It's just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Why? To play with a national that shows up and does their job and leaves? They yeah. give us 40 minutes of crap and then they play their two radio hits and everybody leaves with a smile? I don't get it. I just don't <laughs> get it. <laughs> I'm j- I guess I'm just jaded. I don't fucking know, but Funny. it is what it is. <laughs> um, yeah, we were just speaking from that last uh, Burn Halo debacle with Smiling Soul. That's uh, what we said. <laughs> It, it's I am not I don't know him personally. It wasn't their fault there. The the promoter in that case just made too big of a but, guarantee. Uh, anywho, moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, um, live music. At least we have someone else on the soapbox instead of you this time. Oh yeah, hey. talking about the Red Sox. Oh yeah, you, 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 you guys know that, right? You're talking to a Red Sox fan, so careful. Oh right. Oh well, careful. awesome. You're you're, you're awesome. Love this. <laughs> you know that the Red Sox are behind the marathon bombing, right? You ever had a condenser mic shoved up your ass? You're about to hear it live. Use this one. I'd also like to point out that they bombed a marathon. So yeah. if you're trying to break the human spirit, you pick the wrong group of people. <laughs> right? I'm just saying, who's benefited? Everyone wants to say the government what? everything. Who's benefited more he, from this? He's pulled everyone, every, all, everyone. All the jerseys sold from the Boston Red Sox for this. Well, right. I hate all that crap about Boston strong. No. No, 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 fuck all that, okay, great, yeah, it was a city, and it, they've picked the wrong city to fuck with, though, Yeah. I mean, of all, if you're gonna walk down an alley and meet a city, I, you know, if you, your picks are Seattle, Dallas, and Boston, 
don't pick Boston. Yeah. <laughs> Those are the ones with chains and brass knuckles. They're not walking around with lattes and fucking, you know, hunks of meat. Like, this is, these are dudes you don't want to fuck with. It's Boston. Like, come on, man. That's where America was invented. <laughs> but no, yeah. I, I get you there. Like, I, I, I was I, watching SportsCenter. I, I, SportsCenter's on in my house at least eight hours of the day. And, you know, it, they basically turned from sports to CNN. Yeah. And I was pissed because Deladon was going to do an interview and she's really <laughs> fucking hot. So I was getting all excited and then the bombings and the, on the ticker the Deladon went away and I watched bombing footage for the next 14 hours because, you know, that's all they got to do. I, we don't have any information, but we're going to keep talking about what we think may have happened. You know running's a sport, right? Huh? You know running's a sport, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. But... The so bombing, the bombing aspect of it. We, they, they just, they phoned it in. They switched to ABC's feed. Mm-hmm. They didn't even do their own shit. Yeah, because they're all owned by the same fucking company. Yeah, I know. Monsanto. All right, enough of that sidebar. Anyways, <laughs> uh, I love the Red Sox. <laughs> Go for, the, for the record. <laughs> yeah, for the record, Dustin Pedroia, you're the man. Um. All right. So, what's the next track you got coming up here? Um. Oh fuck! I don't know. See, I think I'm going to take it back to the old Terraferno days. Oh, so um, you were in Terraferno? Yes, I you, was. You want to gloss over that for a second? Um, yeah, I love those guys. You know, it was uh, I joined the band really quickly. Um, I, I was just tired of, you know, not being in a band. I took a, I took a little bit of time off and you know regrouped and was doing you know the the real job. Did you thing. join after their guitarist was the singing and guitar? Yes. Okay, because that's uh, just a loving well. Pretty much yeah, is is. Terraferno. You know, he started the band with uh, with Sean and Adam, and they, you know, a couple other dudes, and they've had a pretty long trajectory in the scene. They've been around since I believe 2006 or so, and uh, I may be wrong there. He'll he'll call me later and tell me I'm an idiot. <laughs> but uh, you know, it's uh, he was fronting the band for a while. They're his songs. The first full length album is all him, and uh, I joined in January of 2011. And uh, then we played with Edema, and then we played with Taproot and Smile, and then we played with Alien Ant Farm, and won like three grand at some Battle of the Bands bullcrap. And then uh, a, 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 along with <laughs> along, along with winning that, we also won some recording time. So we were like, "Fuck, right let's on. go record an Why EP." Not? And uh, we put out this EP. Um, this first song is called SOS. Uh, stands for Stuck on Stupid. It's uh, it's about an old ex girlfriend. <laughs> she used to just get to these moments where you know I, I couldn't even talk anymore just like you're just fucking stuck on stupid and you don't even know why you're wrong and I can't explain why you're wrong so <laughs> peace <laughs> almost called it closet narcissist but I think SOS is better <laughs> it's a lot easier to pronounce yeah you gotta keep right. it simple so SOS from Adam Page in Terraphono let us know what you think Try so hard not to try
Now, are you still dur- doing tur- Turferno? Or no. No. Um, the, we split, we parted ways, um, fuck, like 11 months after I joined. Or not even, like eight, eight or nine months. We had a really short term. Uh, okay. But it was creative differences. You know, they, uh, they wanted to move in a different direction. Um, and... You know, honestly, that it's for the better. It's for for their good too. Um, they uh, they're the weekend warrior type, and there's nothing wrong with that. They want to do you know two shows a month and and keep it somewhat local. I want to do 15 shows a month and you know tour the world. So mm-hmm. it's just different motivations. But you know, I, I totally wish them all the best. We're still good friends. We hang out all the time. I, don't they have a show coming up? They do. They have a show with uh, for all I've done at <laughs> which I was I was in that band too. Um, with, You're in for all I've done. Yeah, for about that long and <laughs> we wrote about five or six songs and uh when the uh when the singer and the bassist and everyone kind of you know got their panties in a bunch and left and uh i filled in and and uh, we wrote some songs together but then i guess they came back and we just didn't work whatever yeah it was what it was but uh yeah terraferno and for all i've done fuck, i just did this flyer i should know the bill at uh Where's at that? Stuckey's. That Stuckey's, Stuckey's, right? Right? yeah you're looking it up? Yeah, I'm looking it up now. I should know. So you, it's, you should know. I mean, you did the flyer, right? Oh, it's the... Oh, fuck it. Yeah, it's the Axis freaking CD release. It's Axis for all I've done, Terraferno, and Sucker Punch. May 18th. May 18th. May 18th. There it is. Yeah, May 18th. He's right. Which, <laughs> random trivia, that was also the day that Mount St. Helens erupted. No shit. In 1980. Yeah. Filled with fun facts already. Yeah, I am. My dad yes. was on the mountain when it started to erupt. That's, that's yeah, access CD release. You're right. I know. Of course he's right. He made the fire. I'm pretty sure you helped book the show, right? Uh, no. Oh, well. no, no, no. No, I, That's I a Weedo show. Yeah, I didn't have anything to do with uh, that. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't throw V103 <laughs> on the flyer. Huh? I didn't throw V103 on the flyer. Oh, okay, maybe. But I haven't heard anything show. about it, so it probably isn't. Whatever. Who knows? It, it is what it is. Anyway. Whatever. Thanks for leaving last night, Cheryl. No more free beer. Yeah, it wasn't that. That was I'm bad. just kidding. <laughs> um, Gotta get on my level, buddy. <laughs> fucking, uh, so, alright, after Terraferno. Um, that, I, I guess that's kind of when the... Sixes and sevens Yeah, when around. the pedal got put to the metal on, on SNS. Um, people just started asking me to do stuff. I started working with Stuckies and uh, started doing flyers for them. And um, Speaking of which, flyers... Uh, Four Never Designs. Yeah. You want to throw a little? Um, yeah. I, Facebook, uh, MySpace. If you're Twitter. unfamiliar with my work, um, you know, it, just look it up on Facebook. Find me on Facebook. It's it's you know attached to my page. All that crap. I couldn't. I can't for the life of me remember the URL right now. But uh, just look up Adam Page yeah. on Facebook. You'll find me. I'm everywhere. But uh, if you need a design, logo, anything, made logos, up. you know, flyers, graphic design, web design, web page help. Um, if you need me to write your bio, if you need me to proofread anything that you want to put on the internet, if if you <laughs> need if you need talking. to look professional, and you want to band consulting, yeah, absolutely, uh, artist development. You know, if you need help with that, um, if you, I'm eventually going to just do this whole for never. Industries or Forever, you know, whatever is an umbrella company for Forever Studios, Forever Designs, uh, the artist development side of everything. FAL. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not getting any younger. Um, so you know, if, if my window Just for being the rock the star again board, is rapidly closing. Whatever. So eventually, after I uh, after I get done trying this whole you know being a rock star thing again, then I'll I'll switch over to the uh, 
the production side of things and, you know, just offer what, you know, knowledge I have, what mistakes that you shouldn't make, you know, um, just how to, how to book a show, how to properly show up, what to do, how to conduct yourself professionally, how to get fans, how to sell tickets without pissing people off, how to promote without raping people's news feeds, you know, just whatever <laughs> you, whatever you're, you're needing, you know, we can definitely help out. But I like the rape part. You would. <laughs> Only if it's done cl- with a class. Well, Classy it, rape. most of yeah. the lately, every time I've raped, it's been with your designs on a flyer. That's true. <laughs> that purple one you did is just a, no. think <laughs> <laughs> Joey. Just an atrocity. <laughs> I, yeah, I can put something, I can take a photo on Photoshop and fuck with the RGB settings too. It doesn't make it good. <laughs> it worked. No, Joey it was didn't. Happy. No, it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> if you want a different color from my designs or you want to take a piece of my design the l- only thing I ask is that you make me aware of it and I'll, if I can't do it I'll, then I might give you the reins to do it but you know Sorry. it's okay I apologize it's okay I was under pressure Honestly, from you, Hollywood I don't give a shit <laughs> you paid me for it so I mean technically it, it was mine it was kind At of the yours end. I didn't until give you like the that. license for it <laughs> sort of kind of <laughs> I got Renner's rights. <laughs> Minimal. <laughs> no, you can't put a bird bath in the back here. No. <laughs> so yeah, um, just whatever. If you need flyer help, if you need logos, um, I'm somewhat cheap. You know, depending on what you need, it it all depends on how long it takes me, what the level is of what you need, and uh, you know, just knows, the maybe, time frame. Maybe if you're lucky and Adam's in a good mood, and you mention the podcast, you can get a little bit of a break on a deal. Possibly. Um, we'll see. <laughs> screw it. If a band wants to call me, I'll do I'll do five of your next show flyers for a hundred bucks. Wow! Wow! Damn! That's really good. <laughs> and if you're familiar with my work, that's a good deal. Yeah, it's a very good deal. So uh, we'll make sure to put this out there everywhere. <laughs> I, remember, I just remember from the Bernie Haley show showing the Stucky's ticket and the Boardwalk ticket. <laughs> I'm <laughs> framing that picture. The fucking difference the, between the, the Stucky's fu- ticket and the, the rape of fucking Boardwalk. It's <laughs> <laughs> like wow. Um, child with some art paper, professional. It's like fucking construction <laughs> paper and a stamp. It's that, and that's you know that's the boardwalk style, yeah. and I, I can't hate him for that. That's Marcy. I love Marcy. Yeah, I right. love Mark. We from the way back machine. I've worked with those guys. Yeah. they've never done me wrong. Okay. I, I don't like the the trajectory of how they've kind of fallen, but you know it is what it is. They're, they're out in fucking Orangevale. They're not really a bar. They're just a venue. So honestly, their draw really does depend on the bands that are playing there. Yeah. It's not an easy place to hold shows. I mean, back when it was the premiere and the you know the most prominent place to play, it used to be a privilege to play Boardwalk. Now bands famous. think it's their fucking right. Like, yeah. you know, you used to have to prove yourself in the scene, playing small clubs and have proven draw. Now, fuck, like I said, if you can promise 50 tickets to them, you're on the bill. Yep. <sighs> it's ridiculous. All right, so... Whatever designs, Terraferno, sixes and sevens, fucking. I've, just, I've got an iron in the fire um, with a project I'm calling Dead Hooker Estate Sale. Dead Hooker Estate <laughs> Sale. It, it, will we the album will be called Everything. Is must there a go. track on that now? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Is, is, is there a track from that? Um, kind of. It's it's an old demo that I put together. It's not really. Well, a, it's not a band name. yet. Okay, so we'll wait and hold off on that one. Um, no, we can play it. It's uh, this one's called No One Hates Me Like You. <laughs> Um, like yeah, it's it's a scratch track, man. So yeah, let's not play that one. Okay, we'll, we'll play it. <laughs> um, no one hates me but you. 
Fuck it, we're not playing. We totally screwed you over. People. Yeah, completely. <laughs> I'm sorry to build up your, 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 uh, whatever. It's okay. <laughs> um, yeah, let's. I'll just cut that part out. There's a song. No, I'm just kidding. This podcast, uh, we don't do that here. <laughs> we, yeah, we don't cut anything. This is this is just raw shit. Uh, there's a demo I just put together that I'm going to make a uh, DHES song. Uh, it's called Waiting Again. You want to play that yeah, one? Yeah, we'll play that one. Waiting Again? Waiting and Again. this is going underneath? Dead Hooker Estate. Dead Hooker Estate. And everything must go. On the album Everything Must Go.
I like I like band names that make you think because yeah. you know like if you just come out with you know the the ran, the run of the mill metalcore band names Gary these days Gacy's like Amber Alert yeah that one <laughs> where'd you get that name it 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 intrigues patrons and fans to come up and talk to you so start a conversation did Gary Busey kidnap a girl and or then possibly or is he the one that was kidnapped like you don't know you never know and that then once you got your hooks in them and they're talking to you you can sell them shit. It's simple as that. The shit's checkers, man. It ain't chess. <laughs> this music shit's easy. That's why I do it. Right? Just jump across Fuck, the whole board. Man. You get your ducks in a row and you just treat people right and you sell stuff. It, it, man, it's not hard. People make shit, this shit out to be harder than it really is. It's just for fun. Are there going to be Dead Hooker Estate Sales t-shirts? Because oh, I want dude. one of those. There's, I'm, I'm, <laughs> yeah, yeah, seriously. I'm going to hit this world like Kiss, window. dude. I'm, I'm hitting this world with licensing rights, man. <laughs> it's going to be everywhere. Alrighty. <laughs> oh, good you got anything you got going on, man? Like, what what you been up to, man? I mean, post Overwatch, it's been kind of, I don't know, it, it's been one of those things that, uh... You would like a beer, Chris. I know. Oh, I have a goddamn beer. I was trying not to interrupt the kid, and he's mousy. It's <laughs> cool. Excuse me, sir. I just haven't been in the scene as long as you guys have, you know? Yeah. Um, Speak I, up, man. I'm the, uh, the neophyte, <laughs> if you will. Really? Um, what the heck? That's all you. I know it's not all me. <laughs> There's a cup right below you. You can just catch it in. <laughs> so, so, how long have you been move. playing? So, I've been pretty much... I've, I've owned a bass, and I've pretty much literally only played bass my entire life. Um, I've been playing since I was about 12. Okay, so. for those of you who don't know... You're a youngin'. How old are you? I am 20. You're 20. Yes. You can't even play the boardwalk yet. <laughs> <laughs> All ages been you, son. It's like you play old Ironsides, so you gotta stand outside and wait for your turn sort of a thing. You can't even yeah. play Stuckies yet. <laughs> so, no, he's, I, we can get him in there at 20. Yeah. But, I, anywho. So, um, I was playing, you know, I did the whole jazz band when I was in middle school. I did blues band in high school, marching band. I did all that. And, you know, kind of developed my... Um, my style, along with a lot of what I grew up listening to, um, I always like to kind of joke around. I, I grew up vicariously in the uh, the eighties new wave slash old school goth era via my dad and his uh, music tastes. Nice. That's deep. Well, I mean, <laughs> you know, like Depeche Mode, New Order, Joy Division, right. all that stuff. It's totally what I grew up on. It's right on. What I kind of really want to play right now. The complete polar opposite to me. Yeah. <laughs> But it, I mean, it is what it is. I that's why you're it. on opposite sides of the couch. Right. Yeah. We balance <laughs> each other. Be on my lap. That's not a couch. It's This is not a couch. That just reminded me of Power Man 5000. That makes me just makes me sad. Said one anyway, world's, one worlds meet and then they collide, and it's this whole thing. It's what's like. Fucking Power Man. Um. So basically, um. I kind of started with the whole Rock Inc. thing, and that kind of took me... Love you, Zach. You know, it took me for a... kind of... to a place, and I ended up in Overwatch, and we kind of put it together. And then about, I want to say, 18 months after we put the whole thing together, you know, we started to kind of move toward... I really wanted to develop what we were and really kind of push us, because we had something... That we could have gone somewhere with. We could have really, right. really did. Yeah, really. I, I know for a fact uh, some people were scouting you. I I, I was sitting. Yep. I sat in on a meeting with um, a a person who shall not be named. 
for, I don't know if I can keep it. I don't know if I should or not. But I know where he works. <laughs> well, I, there were two people, I should say. Yeah, um, and, uh, you know, it was just one of those things that my, uh, my bandmates had a different idea of what they wanted. and Your heart just wasn't in it. I, I mean, after a while, I, I wanted to really start gigging and really start promoting and really be professional. I mean, I wanted to promote, to have an image, and I yeah. wanted to really kind of take it to the next level. Yeah. And it you felt... You got to that point where you needed to build on it and then establish Absolutely. That's my, that's my Terra Ferno moment. Yeah. We had built a huge resume. We played with four nationals, one three grand, blah, blah, blah. And we did nothing with it. Yeah. I mean, right. I, I felt... Our thumbs. I felt like, you know, it was just an expensive hobby for my bandmates. Yeah. And you know that's no, that's no diss to them. I mean them the best, honestly. Right. I, I wish them the very best. But you know, I don't. From my perspective, being with the band, I I never felt friends with them. I mean, I, I'm in a group now with um, a member of Force Multiplied. If that means anything to anyone, um, the former guitar player uh, Christian Bauer mm-hmm. and um, Ian Peterson, formerly of Oculus oh, and nice. Fallrise. Yeah. So the three of us are just kind of jamming. We're, um, I mean, we're looking for a lead guitar player. We've kind of got a couple people, but it's, we don't really have that instant click yet. Mm-hmm. So we're still kind of looking to try out more people. We've had, I think, two people, and one of them just left, you know, left a sour taste. Yeah. I mean, it's... Never want to do that on an audition. No, and, and it's unfortunate, too, because this guy was so young that, I mean, it was, it was kind of funny. Um... He uh he shows up with his dad, and, you know, I, I have no problem with that, and his dad's helping him set up his equipment, and we're like, you know, we want to be professional and serious, so it's like, can you set up your own gear The by question yourself? has to be asked. You know, it gets to a point where feelings have to get hurt. Like, yeah. is this going to be a problem live? Is yeah. It, I mean, so if, if your dad can be at every show, that's great, but when he's is not... Is he like your own guitar tech? Yeah, are you going to bring him on the road? Yeah. Same, same <laughs> to that point. Too. Yeah. I mean, and it was just kind of funny. He was using one of those, uh, I have the same pedal board, so it's kind of funny. It was a Furman, one of the stereo power conditioning pedal boards, right? He was plugging everything. He had a one spot plugged into the power conditioner, powering everything, and then was running straight through it with uh, just, you know, cables running through it. So the power conditioner doesn't mean shit. No. (laughs) I I was like, it was an expensive power cord. Yeah. And I'm like, here, let me help you. I plug everything in, use, and I'm, I asked him if he had the clips, and he didn't. And now your shit won't just turn off when you don't know it. No. And then, you know, <laughs> he comes back around and is like, you know, I don't appreciate Trevor thinking that he knows my equipment better than I do. It's like, I'm sorry that I tried to help you, but <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry that I do. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I do know more than you. And in that situation, that's what I, that's when I would say that. Well, I'm sorry I do. Um, now, I, I'm sorry, but I can already tell this isn't going to work out, so... I mean, just the the ego behind yeah. that was just like I already don't want to work with you. So Absolutely. I mean, in a way, it's kind of nice and refreshing because Ian and Christian are you know they're really great guys and they're really good friends of mine, and it's such a refreshing change to actually be friends with my bandmates. That's what it's really supposed to be about. You're called a band. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you should be hanging out, drinking beers. Like you know, you shouldn't hate each like, other and be passive aggressively talking shit to each other. Especially in between. You're, you're known as a band. You're not known as one person. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when you get on the road and you're in a van for fucking months yep. on end together in a small place. You and your battery breaks, your battery cuts out. Well, that's, that's, that's bound to happen. You're right outside of Vegas and you're pushing the van down. Uh, but yeah, dude, you don't, you don't know anybody until you toured with them. Yeah. And, no like, shit. you know, if if I already don't like you, that's I'm going to kill you on the road. <laughs> yeah. I You'll mean, be sleeping in the trailer with the Marshall Cabs and we'll give you freaking dry peanut butter sandwiches, homie. Like, this. <laughs> that's how it's going to happen. And then we'll get home and I'm going to fire you. But, <laughs> I, I mean, and that's where it kind of was with Overwatch. We just kind of, you know, I remember we went down to L.A. to play Viper Room, which was 
still to this day, playing Viper Room and on Sunset Strip is just the most amazing experience. I mean, the the techs down there are amazing. I mean, they're mm-hmm. just the nicest people that I've ever met. Compared to, I mean, Claude's a nice guy, but he can be a bit temperamental. You Claude's know? a dick. Especially right. when he's... I've worked with that dude for ten plus years. He's an asshole and he's set in his ways, but goddammit, is he good as hell. Oh, he's, he's good. good, yeah. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. You know, Except for yeah. now that he can rub you the wrong way easily. Oh, he quit. He's losing his spot. Well, that, that'd be quit. <laughs> did he quit? No yeah. shit. So did that tall bartender. Yeah, everybody hates him. Dude, that dude was a dick. That dude was a bigger <laughs> dick than Claude. Fucking, mm-hmm. I hated him. Yeah. I anyway. purposely didn't tip Man. you, dick. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he's in the, oh yeah, you haven't been in the corral yet. That Overwatch or not Overwatch? Uh, God, Freudian slip. Uh, Boardwalk, the uh, whole thing's tanking slowly. They did repaint though. They're, they redid, uh, they redid. Yeah, they remodeled it. They're on the way back. Oh, you know, Mark and Mark and uh, their their web whatever webmaster DB um, DB and I had a pretty long talk the other day after all that crap went down with uh, you know douchebag that yeah. called yeah. out. And, uh, well, by the way, if, if you are listening, douchebag, um, you've been blacklisted from at least the boardwalk that I know of. Um, <laughs> oh, and stuff and, and, and all anywhere I work press with. club, uh... <laughs> yeah. Anywhere that you're gonna get a name out in Sacramento, good luck. Um, anywho, uh, yeah, it's, it, fuck, man, I, the boardwalk is slowly, I guess, on its way back. They're That's trying to, hear. they're looking for more promoters and yeah. shit to finally get stuff going again. And uh, sadly, I was one of them until fucking bands decided to switch bills and fucking jump off our show. And now my bill is falling apart because fucking the first band jumped off. Sucks. Man. But whatever. Sounds it like, happens. Sounds like you need to learn how to hold a bill. It's not my fault fucking <laughs> Eric stole fucking the band. Well. You, you said unless, you were trying out. You should have made that band. Then that way you could have fucking unless, <laughs> Unless, like, a band is jumping off... And here's another sign of professionalism from a band. That is unacceptable. Absolutely unacceptable to have confirmed a booking with oh, yeah. one th- and jump a bill. For two and a half weeks, they were confirmed for our bill. Uh, yeah, I, I, don't, I don't care who you are. I don't, it does not matter to me if you jump a bill after you've confirmed with me. You know, a good excuse is needed to be off of a show. Even still, it's a dick move. It really is, and Unless you will you won't work with me personally again. Personally, cannot physically play. Right, and in that case, they wouldn't be able to play the other show. Yeah. So, like, unless there is, you know, a fucking death in the band, something like a drummer's foot gets shot off, like something, like whatever it is, what Somebody it is. Somebody punches there, the back door of a trailer. There can be viable excuses, but it, you know, it's going to have to be confirmed. It's going to have to be, you know, talked about. And in which case, you're blackballed for a year. Yeah. Just done. So, and, and then, once that man jumped, the main support band's like, oh, well, if they're not doing it, we're about to jump. That is, that's another huge dick move. Yeah, and then now the other bands are Trust like, oh, well, if those guys are done, well, uh, should we even sell these tickets now? Or, and I'm like, no, no, <laughs> bring them back, because, um, you know, I'm, I'm not going to be able to, you know what, yeah. fuck them, keep them. Keep them for posterity from the moment that you just lost your, your respect for me. Because we won't be working together anytime soon. Yeah. So, I don't know. I'm trying to get this shit worked out. But I don't think it's going to happen now. Because it's supposed to be May 10th. So, too soon. Oh, <laughs> uh, that show's done. That show's dead. So. There's not enough time to promote. It's not fair to the bands. It's not fair to the fans or anything like that. Because it's just going to be rushed and, you know. Yeah. Just together. And if any band jumps on. Hire a DJ. On, you know. <laughs> so. Hire sixes and sevens. I'll play all night for 300 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'd have you open the Korean show. Korean gave you me wanna, 300 bucks. I'll play, all, I'll play all night for 300 bucks. <laughs> so, 
I'm sorry. We totally no. sidetracked from what you were talking about. I'm not complaining. Yay, podcast! That's <laughs> <laughs> what happens. <laughs> Woo! So, what else? Did you have anything else you want to talk about? Um, um, anything you want to throw out there? Looking for anything? Hoping for anything? I don't know. I just kind of... Anytime. I'm at the point where I really want to kind of try to make it as, you know, as the the lovely Adam has tried to uh, to do, pursue the rock star career. And you know what? If not, I, I've taken enough. I, there was a great class at City College. Um, hey, man, on... you're still young, dude. You got plenty of time. No, so don't there, worry about there's that. a great class on, you know, the the business of music. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was... It was yeah. Phenomenal. I mean, I, I highly recommend it, and it was one of those things that kind of opened my eyes to a lot of the more important kind of things that you don't think about. And it, it's really, it's great to be a, both a business person and, you know, a musician, mm-hmm. because you really get kind of both sides of the equation. And, you know, I, I'm at the point where I'm trying to find people in Sacramento. I'm, I'm trying to find at least, you know, younger people my age, but you know, people my age don't really care. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, no. And it, it's one of those things where you you get the guys who are you know really gung ho about it, and then they hit you know eighteen, they graduate from high school, and they're like, I'm going off to college, and it's like you know that's great, but you know we've been doing this for three years, and you know what what now? You're just gonna leave us high and dry? And they're like, that's yep, good enough. But what about this that we right. spent all this time on? Like, yeah, you just decided that. Yeah, uh, there's no way you just decided to go to college. You have yeah, to. Exactly. Yeah, you have to scout things. You've obviously been thinking about this for a long time. You should have let us. You should have let us know, man. Like, yeah, this didn't just come up. No, um, you just didn't have the balls to freaking say it. Like, hey, I'm thinking about going to college. Like, and then there's that conversation six months later. Like, hey, you know, I'm, I'm yeah. I've I've submitted my application. Like th- this should be talked about. Yeah, I mean, a, ba- a band is a business. You're doing it for fun. Absolutely. But if you are gigging and you are out there, you're trying to play with the prominent bands, you're playing with nationals. It is a business. You got to think about it like Definitely. that. Definitely. You know, you got to sell tickets. You have to brand yourself. You have to be willing to talk to fans. And you know, like you can't just rape your friends and family. They're not your fan base. They are when you first start out. That would be incest, partially. You can't <laughs> you can't just use your friends and family as your draw forever. Exactly. You play the shows to meet other bands' fan bases and get them in, you know, yeah. introduced into well, you. That's and you get to a point where to. you can't draw from your family and your friends anymore. They're like, You're I just supposed went to. I just went to a show three weeks ago. Right. What do right. you want from me now? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. You know, you gotta piggyback on other people's fan bases and you know get new fans in. You have to be able to talk to people. Your, your job isn't just to play the show and go to the bar. Don't play a show within the same city within two six, weeks of each other. Yeah. Minimum <laughs> two, rule, six right. weeks. Yeah. Fuck Minimum yeah. rule. If I, you work with any promoter that knows their shit in this town, you will not have a local show within six weeks of their show. When, I, when I've been coming across trying to book some bands and everything, I started to book them, and then I started looking at their page, mm-hmm. and I noticed, oh, you guys have a show a week before this show. How are you going to sell fucking pre-sales to this one and then sell pre-sales to mine? Yeah. Sorry, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I have to drop you. Absolutely. Unless you want and they, to drop that show and, and they come should to have, mine. They should have divulged that. <laughs> yeah. They, they should. They should know better. That 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 is a fucking big roar yep. right there. You know, well, we, um, we've we've heard we've heard kind of what what Adam has thought about what the scene is now and where it's come and where it's going. What about, what about you? I mean, you're kind of the new guy in the scene, but. I mean, what do you I'm, think about it? Like, like we said. Honestly, I'm probably just as jaded as Adam is okay. in, my, in my brief stint. Just because 
he was at that level. You were at that level where yeah, you know, you could have gone. Yeah, you were doing the big shows. You were playing and the shows. You were you had your own stuff room. going on. So I mean, fuck, he's absolutely he thinks just like me. He's seen yeah. it. And exactly. you know, it's one of those things where I I wish there there were more venues. I wish there were smaller places to play that you didn't have to. I you wish there were. One? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Well, I mean, I wish you know, like p- places like Luigi's weren't you know capitalized by you know, and I, I don't mean it, any disrespect, but Jerry Perry has his very specific sound, right? And <clears throat> you know, I, I st- <laughs> I'm trying not to step on any toes here, <laughs> um, but you know, it's one of those things that I I never really appreciated the whole 13 year old band thing going on around there because sometimes I wonder. Mm-hmm. Are you going to see the band because they're good musicians, or are you going to see the band because they're thirteen-year-olds with a guitar? It's, right. it's kind of more of a novelty. It's not. I don't want to listen to their music. It's you yeah. know, I want to be entertained by a bunch of thirteen-year-olds, yeah. sort of thing. It's like the yeah, even though they have good pizza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, then that's kind of like what it used to be. Is it used to have you used to have retro and you also had underground. And then you had Boardwalk, but there was all these other places as well. Dude, there's like, there's on the Y. We used to have the distillery. Yeah. That's done. Um, you know, there was the Fire Escape, the Shakers. You know, like there are a ton of places to play, but it's Kennel it just comes down to promotion. Exactly. That's yeah. really all it is. And bands, unfortunately, because you know we do so much of the work, we kind of it's refreshing and and almost you know. Un, it's rare to have somebody actually promote it as yeah. a promoter. Yeah. Like we just, it would be so nice to have somebody actually do their job and help I know alleviate promoter, some of that that burden where that we don't have to provide your draw. You are a bar. You're telling me that you can't get people in here to drink alcohol? Really? We have to provide your draw. We we bring all of our own equipment. We bring all original material, and mm-hmm. we provide your draw. Like, wh- what would you do if you didn't do live music? Would you sit around and fucking drink your own fucking... Bo- yeah, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Might as well pull couches in here and have your friends come over because that's really all you're doing. I walk into an empty bar and it's all of... Uh, I, I've pulled bar owners and venue owners aside and been like, you know all these people? I know every single one of their first and last names. They're, I brought all of them. So you're telling me that if we weren't here tonight, this place would be empty? I mean, that's... You gotta think about that. that you see a venue that actually promotes... For Has the their own draw. Like, I mean, oh, they'll throw it up on their webpage, but that's all they think they have to do. It's like, as a promoter, fucking, I go out, I hit every dimple, Hot Topic, fucking, skate shops, anywhere that will fucking let you put a fucking flyer out, Yep, I'll do it. It was extremely even refreshing at, even at, to see the Burn Halo flyer at Guitar Center. Mm-hmm. That was the first time that I've seen anybody promote, well, the first time it was the, one of my flyers that was the first time I was promoted. Lines up nothing like a flyer. I almost didn't even recognize it at just first. Just get this at first. Just get this, let this settle in. Fucking, there were like five shows at the Ace of Spades that were huge nationals. I went to the parking lots and put flyers on every single fucking car those nights. Don't do that. And don't, and don't put your name on them if you do do I that. Did. Because um, if that person takes it off and throws it on the ground, then you can be picked up for littering. Because it's got your name and brand on it. Dude, I was doing that shit for the Aftershocks who were fucking, I was not worried about it. I will Just fucking saying. pay whatever if anything happens if it came down to it. Well, right. I mean, you know, the the word of mouth advertising is what it is, you know, but I, I don't know. It... Well, you'd think that a bar is full on a Friday night anyway. You'd you, think, you, yeah, you would, yeah. You know, and then live entertainment would you be think. an added bonus. That's why yeah. I love playing on the Y. When, when you're, you know, whenever you turn 21, you whatever band you're in, dude, hit me up. I'll get you in there. Um, Grant's a good friend of mine. They have 
shit ton of regulars and it's really easy to pack that place they totally take care of you you're going to get payout at the end of the night grant takes care of everybody and you know it's it's a great place to play but uh there are it's few and far between that most of most of the bar and venue owners in this town have gotten complacent and they have you know they're resting on their laurels and just kind of remembering the good old days i'm tired of looking in the fucking rear view can we watch the road for a while and (laughs) pay attention to what we're doing it's it's really not that hard you got to keep working at it. You know, you can't just, if you're just a bar, then yeah, it's kind of, the promotion's done for you. We have yeah. booze. <laughs> come in and drink it. Yay! Game over. But if, if you're trying to get people to come in and, and see shows, and you know, the cover charge thing is another thing I'd like to, to touch on. The first venue to offer up a free show on a Friday or Saturday will start killing it. Where do you get your money? is the booze. Absolutely. So, you give the bands a guarantee, cash guarantee, you're paying for a service. So instead of the door, where people have to shell out money just to get in, that's that psychological break, where if they don't have to pay anything to get in, they're going to pay more at the bar. They won't, they scoff at a $5 cover, but they'll pay 60 bucks at the door, or the bar. Or so. Or yeah, even the band's <laughs> merch. Yeah, that too. They have more money to free up for merch, or whatever. Right. Yeah, and, exactly. you know, it's just, they're sheeple. They follow the crowd, and if you if they get in free, you a you don't have to hire a doorman. You the bartender should be checking I mean, IDs. People in- they're doing their job. Boom! You just lost that overhead. You know that's either you can pay out one more security dude to take care of equipment because if if more shit keeps fucking getting stolen in this scene, I'm gonna start patrolling venues myself and smacking people walking out with gear that isn't theirs. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, if we fucking pay enough into gear, we don't need to lose it. Yeah. Have someone hire someone to watch the fucking gear. That's their job. You lose your door guy. You hire a security dude to watch the band's gear. You are expecting them to bring their people. The least you could do is protect their shit. Right. Yeah. Pretty simple. Was was that shenanigans or something? I I don't know. I can't remember. There was someone that like walked out with like three microphones one night. I think it was. It could have been the boardwalk or shenanigans. I think. I I know for a fact that Ryan has lost uh, at least a fifty-eight. At, at a show yeah. like it, shit, cause shit like that comes up missing all the time uh, you know it, some of it comes down to you know positive security and positive control of your own stuff yeah. but as a sound guy you're responsible for a lot of shit going on you don't need to be worrying about that shit you know so whether it's you know the patrons whether it's the bands themselves whether it's you know whatever it is someone your entire staff needs to have eyes on you know like I'm always on just my eyes are always on a swivel yeah. every, every show because a my stuff's there, and b I, I want to make sure that your stuff is still going to be there. When, you know, that's what we rely on, you know. Like if your fucking guitar comes, if my guitar came up missing, I'd be fucking heartbroken. You know, I, I'd spend a lot of time. That with actually it. happened to Frost. Jesus. Fucking, we were at uh, it was when he was in Robots. We were at uh, some pizza joint down in Modesto, and they set it up. They were like loading the stuff out, and he was in the case, and it was onto the side. Fucking went back. He thought someone just threw it in the trailer. We got home to unload the trailer. It wasn't there. Fucking found out one of the promoters ended up having it. So we had to drive all the way back down to Modesto and then like. Well, that's that's a good thing in the story. I mean. No, 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 no. <laughs> someone, one of the promoters took it. The oh. other promoter, like there were two of them, I guess, or whatever. The other one went and got it from that guy when he found out that the other guy took it. Oh, okay. You, you oh, said geez. had it. You mean stole it? No, he stole it. One <laughs> guy stole it. And had the other him stole it. <laughs> Yeah, uh, phrasing. <laughs> In fact, I think it was that gold one right there. Oh, the one I'm taking home to? <laughs> <laughs> I think I stole it. <laughs> He's so, not using it. <laughs> it's just sitting there. 
I mean, so, I, I think if we can get to this whole idea of having no door, I mean, it would just make the scene such a better place. Yeah. It's I, that door. I hate the word cover. I hate the, you know, it's the whole meaning behind it, you know. Mm-hmm. There's just so much, no security with it either. There's just a dude with a box full of money. Right. Like, like the, <laughs> the, the temptation that there, like, show, if, Chris yeah. working the if door you fucking turn don't... around for one second, any of the patrons can just grab that box around. Exactly, run. yeah. That night at the Burn Halo show, Guido had to go do a 40-minute smoke break, and then Chris here was actually work working the door. The door. <laughs> <sighs> I left. At least I left him in charge. Someone I knew who wasn't going to take it. Yeah, it, but it'll, if he it'll, did, I know where you it'll live. provide more draw. <laughs> it will. It will alleviate a lot of the problem. Like, you know, know I, I think it, as long as bands get away from the mentality that oh my god, it's a free show. Why the fuck should I play it? You know what I mean? Absolutely not. Yeah. It's promotion. Even if yeah. you don't get paid, it doesn't. It you, doesn't. It doesn't matter. cost right. you anything to show up. You already have your gear. You're exactly. not paying for the power. You show up, play in front of a, a captain. Is that forty dollars? Exactly. Is that forty dollars at the end of the night changing your fucking life? No. no. Exactly. Yeah. You you do have to pay some dues, and I'm all about. Well, you never paid. know. It might. You know. You don't know. But exactly. It goes back to who you don't know who you're talking to. The more you put yourself out, and the more professional you are, right. the more people will want to work with you. Yeah. And the more your name will get will get passed around. Absolutely. Exactly. You know, you do have to pay some dues. It's you know, fucking that damn boardwalk mentality. It's it's getting to a point where. Bands are expecting stuff to happen for them. It's not going to happen to you. You have to make it happen. Exactly. And that just comes into hard work. So what? It's a free door. If you, I've worked out a couple of, of deals with bar owners where I free door for everybody, but the bands are taking twenty percent of the alcohol sales. Yeah. Split if that. There's a bar Boom. Done. But you know, there you're putting yourself on the line. So you're not expecting, you know, if there's only five or ten good, you know, drinkers or whatever, you're going to get what you get. But you're getting a guarantee. The bar owner's going to get his end. There's a free door. The fans are going to get their end. And if you bring all your alcoholic friends, you're going to get paid out. It's it's exactly. win-win. And it's not that hard to negotiate those different types of terms. You know, it's just everyone's got, is falling back on the, oh, if we don't charge door charge, we're not going to get paid. Exactly. Think. <laughs> think outside. No box required. Just think. Fuck. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I'm i at the point where I'm at least young enough to where I'm going to try and strike it out in L.A. and see what it's like out there and, you know, see what's going on, meet up with some people and try and make a name for myself out there. And you know what? Worst comes worst, I come back. Yeah. It's not such a bad thing. Don't get stuck in the black hole, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the black, I call it the black hole for a reason. Ah, it just takes you in, sucks you up. Spits you out. <laughs> Pretty much. Luckily, I got out. <laughs> Uh, I think that's going to pretty much cut it for tonight. Yeah. Um, do you have another song we wanted to do? or is uh, that be Let's see. Yeah, we can uh, we can end with another Terraferno song. This one's uh, this is called The End of Goodbye. The End of Goodbye? Yeah, it was, <laughs> it was a funny story. <laughs> my, uh, my ex-girlfriend, um, whom I write most of my material about, um, is... Same uh, one? No, yeah. Kind of, kind of a hanger on. on oh, I've, yeah, I've got, dude, I've got. I'm still writing it's songs about this chick. Um, she, she's a good friend, actually. She's the mother of my child. Like we've learned how to be, you know, Civil. decent to each other, yeah. and you know, whatever. But you know, that's just for the sake of our daughter. And uh, but this song was actually written, sort of. At, because we played with uh, it was the Taproot show at the Boardwalk, I believe. Yeah. And it was the first time, like, my girlfriend now 
was like she would see the ex at shows and stuff and they would do the awkward <laughs> to each other <laughs> but uh this is the first time my chick just got tired of it and she was like okay enough of this passive aggressive she just went up yeah. and was hi my name is brandy yeah and introduced herself to my ex and the look that i saw on my ex's face i was just like yep that's the end like we're, we're just done we have run our course there will never be a her and i ever again it was just the it, that look that man the six years we were together was just like all just flashed before her eyes and yeah. it was just like boom done the end of goodbye <laughs> I'm over it still writing songs about her though <laughs> she's, she's like a treasure trove of crap because I, I have a good relationship now I my chick's always talking about is like why don't you write songs about me you don't want me to write songs about right. I have no that's a good I've thing. got one speed <laughs> think of Taylor Swift right? yeah right I've, or any of those I can't write happy lyrics. songs if you need a happy song or a fucking song about tacos talk to someone else if you need <laughs> a sad song written about a girl hit me up cause I'll tear your fucking heart out I, I get my sadness out that way that's how I can walk around with a fucking smile on my face that's my vent you know, why are your songs so sad, Adam? Because do you see a smile on my face? That's why. I don't have, I don't no, have to walk around with the, be, though. Yeah, I don't that's have to walk around for. with a box of razor blades because I'm right. fucking <laughs> I'm gonna be done with everything. But that's that's that. And it's it's kind of funny because uh, this was actually the last song of that we recorded for the album, like during the process. And it's kind of like the end of goodbye with Terraferno too. It was you know we we finished me. yeah we finished up the album, but it was like meh. <laughs> We just sat on our laurels and, and did nothing, but, you know, whatever. It is what it is. This is uh, the end of goodbye. Anything else you want to add in wrapping up? Not anything, you know, terribly burning. I don't know. It's just kind of, you know, I, I've seen so much of what the scene has to offer, and I wish there was a little bit more. You know, I really do. I've seen lots of good things. I've seen lots of, you know, I haven't seen anything <laughs> terrible. It's just more like just meh. Yeah. You know, it, it's a lot of mediocrity. It really is, here. until something changes. And, you know, you know it, it's one of those things where it, we have the potential, and we have the fan base, we have the culture to appreciate the music. It's just we're kind of in a, in a slump. Yeah. So, if you're out there, go see a fucking local show. Yeah. And if you're going to go see a national show, buy fucking pre-sales from the openers that are local. How about the bands that are trying and to... And go to see the With openers? the advent of Facebook, bands are so much more accessible. Absolutely. Than they were, you know, back, back when, you know, the 2004, 2005, like, you know, I didn't even know that you could approach bands for pre-sales. I didn't even know that stuff was going on. Yeah. Because, or a lot of people didn't, but, you know, now bands are so fucking accessible and everything right. that, you know, there's no excuse. And anymore. some bands even have certain lackeys, like, I'm going to throw this out real quick. Next Friday night, <laughs> Track Fighter is playing with Oleander at their CD release. I have pre-sales available, and I will deliver for them. Uh, I'm not more. in the band, but I do work for them in a sense so hit me up well, that's, a, that's, a, that's, a, that's a, what's happening now is bands are having to have people drive tickets out to people's fucking houses and show yeah. them free sell them so that, was, that, See, that was bands, me though bands yeah. deliver these tickets to you people we used to have that hard we used to have street teams for this <laughs> yeah I, me, I remember the days of street teams I was a part of like three of them now I'm just like fucking friends with like six bands and I just They're fucking just, have I'm bringing that guys. shit back there isn't a street team it's just Corey <laughs> <laughs> So, alright, we're about to break into Carry On, Adam no, Page. Or The End of Goodbye. Or, or was that, I didn't was write that Carry one? On. Uh, what was the one that was? you said? The End of Goodbye. The End of oh, Goodbye. My bad. <laughs> way, way to pay attention there, host. Hey, you, you're the whole time to go. You looking into a mirror? 
All right, so that's going to wrap it up for this uh, episode of Sword of Nation. Thanks yeah. for tuning in. I am Z-Core. I'm Chris. I still don't have a good name yet. Yeah, you're going to come up with one. Next week. We were sitting down with... Uh, Trevor. Say, say your name. Oh, line. <laughs> <laughs> What's my motivation? Here? Line. Line. <laughs> All right, and then we had our lovely host. What? what am I lovely. Oh, lovely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love... I, whatever. My name's Adam. <laughs> a dude called Adam. Mr. Forever. That's the na- name of his next band. Uh. <laughs> uh. Right. After the uh, the whores have been liquidated from yeah. the estate. Hooker estate's in Everything must go. Everything must go. All right, folks. Tune in next week. Later. Peace out. Don't know where to begin